welcome back to the Hallmarkies podcast. Today we are talking Heartland once again. We are talking Heartland episode or Heartland season three, episodes seven, eight, and nine. I am your host, Amy, and I am here with the lovely Michelle. Hi, everyone. <laughs> All right. So let's jump right into this. Start with episode seven. These are some intense episodes, these three we're talking about. Um, <laughs> so episode seven is the starting gate. So we start out with Ty's new job on the racetrack. Um, and as this is his third job, he currently has. <laughs> so, but yeah, I know like he, he is really saving up that money for vet school. I thought he was like full time at Heartland, but apparently not. <laughs> yeah. Cause Caleb's also part-time at Heartland. So yeah. Yeah, so, um, but yeah, his third job at the racetrack, first thing that happens, first day is he gets, uh, you know, a little bit of an initi- initiation from some of the jockeys at the racetrack, and um, they use, like, a hand buzz, like, a jokey hand buzzer thing. Mm-hmm. Um, has that ever happened to you, Michelle? Like, I've never seen one of those in real life, like. I see them on TV all the time, but I've never seen one in real life. <laughs> yeah, me either. Okay, so I'm not alone then. <laughs> yeah, um. So we're, we're getting into the world of horse racing in this episode. I know absolutely nothing about horse racing. Michelle, do you know anything about horse racing? I know nothing about horse racing. Um, and I, I don't really agree with horse racing. I don't like watching it. Um, but I do have like family members that kind of bet on kind of the yearly big, big um, race here. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just is so confusing when they talk about putting on bets and like all the numbers and I'm, the odds and I'm like, it just sounds like a different language to me. Yeah. Um, and I suppose it's mainly that I just have no interest in it. So, mm-hmm. it, yeah. Yeah, I agree. I'm, it, it doesn't make a lot of sense to me. My only knowledge of horse racing is from Heartland. And um, yeah, I, I agree too. I'm not, I don't really agree with it also. <laughs> All right, so we learn about Lisa's new racehorse, Lightning Dexter, and he's um, not going through the start gate. He's kind of rearing up, and um, they're not, I think they're not certifying him for the races because he's rearing at the start gate. I think that's what's happening. Um, and so Lisa's trying to get Amy to help her uh, to help her with Lightning Dexter, see what his problem is at the start gate. And um, Amy's just too busy. Lou has a schedule. <laughs> and um, so Lisa decides to sell him as a pleasure horse, which we know is a problem later on. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Um, so after the racetrack, we meet Ty's mom for the first time. We'd previously met Ty's dad, and that didn't go very well. It's so. Not- Everyone seems to be a little bit apprehensive about Lily showing up um, at the house. Um, even Ty, the look on his face when he sees Lily at the door, he's a little like shocked, taken aback, and he doesn't seem to be the happiest about it either. What did you think of uh, Lily returning, Michelle? Um, I-, I liked that she was returning because um, it gives Ty more of his backstory and we can learn a little bit more of his relationship with his mom, obviously, but yeah, I just felt so bad for him in these episodes. Yeah. Just, yeah, he's just not in a good place in these episodes. But I, I like that um, we get Megan Fellows. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I've seen her in a bunch of stuff. Um, and I think it just makes you kind of connect a little bit more that she's a familiar face. 
Yeah. So Megan follows, if I'm correct, she was an Anne of Green Gables, right? Okay. Confession. Mm-hmm. I've never seen anything to do with Anne of Green Gables. Nothing. Okay. Neither have I. So <laughs> I recognize her from, um, oh gosh, what was it? Uh, just is it Wine on Earp. Okay. Yeah. I've never um, seen that either. Yeah, why not? Why not? Um, I know she was in Rain, which isn't a show that I watch. Mm-hmm. Um, a CW show. But yeah. yeah, she just feels like she's yeah she's been on like an episode of everything by the looks of it. Yeah, because I when I first watched Heartland, like I've never seen any of those other like big shows that she's been in. The only thing I recognize her from is she was in an episode of Murdoch Mysteries. Um, other than that, I I really didn't recognize her at all from anything else. <laughs> Um, it feels like yeah. this episode you just have like you have Megan and you have Brendan Fletcher who's playing like the and then you have Ian Tracy it feels like it's just guest stars are like yeah. crazy in this episode mm-hmm. yeah and I mean well this is you know Hallmark tie-in Megan yeah. follows she has directed quite a bit of stuff from Hallmark um, I know she did some episodes of like When Hope Calls um yeah, Heartland. Oh, she directed some episodes of Heartland. I didn't know that. Oh, that's cool. Murdoch Mysteries. Yeah. So she's she's also directing, does stuff on Hallmark too. So yeah. That's cool. Um, yes, but Lily is back. She tells Ty that she's gotten professional help. She's got a new job. She's been staying with one of her friends. Um, but Wade keeps calling her. So throughout these episodes, there's so many like kind of little lies from Wade and Lily that it's a little bit hard to keep track of yeah. what exactly they're saying is true from their stories. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a little bit difficult. So it kind of goes back and forth um, quite a bit. And Amy has a little bit of sass with Lily, uh, with the horse. She's like, because um, what is it? Lily says something like, oh, does he bite? And Amy's like, not unless provoked. And I'm like, Amy. Yeah, she's a, that much in this episode <laughs> yeah she's not normally like that I'm like well, okay so I've been just hearing things from like Ty's perspective and she's going uh-huh. off of that like she knows that the stepdad didn't just like assault Ty he assaulted her so yeah, yeah I don't know if, if maybe she's heard stories about the mum from Ty uh-huh. um that's kind of yeah and I wonder as well if Amy's also thinking a little bit about her relationship with her dad because her dad did leave her leave. So oh, yeah, I wonder point, yeah. if she's also putting maybe some of those. I mean, I know her dad's been back in our life now at this point for three years, but maybe some of those feelings as well being tied into it as well. Um, yeah. So in between all of this lovely horse racing, we have the Women's Union Jamboree. We're talking about jam again. <laughs> Um, and Lou decides to enter Mrs. Bell's jam recipe in this jam competition. Um, but the other ladies in the, the women's union are not happy about it. They try to use the bylaws on her. Um, so Lou has to enter with Miss Bell as a partner with their jam. Um, and I think one of the funniest moments is when Mallory and Jack are sitting at the kitchen table and they're eating Lou's jam that she made. And they're like, it's good, but it's not right. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought that was really fun. <laughs> I love Lou in this episode. Um, yeah, 
I've always liked Lou, but I feel like in these like this episode and the next episode, um, I've really come around on Lou. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like because our relationship with Amy and um, Tim in particular weren't wasn't so great in the early seasons, like it was kind of um, a bit uncomfortable. But I feel like maybe the writing's just got a bit more kind of comfortable, and Michelle Morgan's gotten a bit more comfortable that whenever Lou gets kind of competitive now. She plays it with like this bit of humor, mm-hmm. so it's kind of self-aware, um, yeah. and you can kind of make fun of it, um, mm-hmm. and the people around her can make fun of her. Um, but yeah, she's really great in these episodes. Competitively, mm-hmm. it's one of my favorite things now. Yeah, and it's more of this like family attitude now too, like because, like you said before, they they were they all hadn't been in the same space at the same time for a while. And so they were trying to find their bearings, but now they're back in their bearings of like being a family around each other all the time. And so it gives a lot more options to the different characters because they're used to being together now. That's not like a part of the story really anymore. Um, But yeah. All right. So back at the racetrack, Tim buys lightning Dexter and he, he basically guilts Amy into helping him with kind of the worst. Yeah. Like, I feel so bad for Amy. Like, Amy's busy. She already said no to Lisa. And now he's like, well, you know, I've been having problems with money. Like, guilt tripping her into it. Yeah. I feel so bad. And yeah, Amy's I really bad. And Amy feels kind of more compelled to do it because, like, it's her dad. But still, it's like, him, yeah. geez, really? Why? Like, exactly what he was doing as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just not great in terms of Lisa, who's kind of new to the family and kind of still trying to find her place mm-hmm. yeah exactly it makes Lisa upset like rightly so because of everything and um yeah but then when Amy is trying to start training the horse see what's going on her phone is in her pocket and the buzz scares the horse he rears up um and she's like what's that all about is this horse afraid of buzzing like what is going on so that's interesting um but I did think when she goes to talk to the jockey, the previous jockey about, oh, when your phone buzzes, does the horse rear up or anything like that? And he says, well, I don't have my phone on me when I'm, (laughs) which even though he was trying to get around the point, I still think that was a good point. Like, I feel like I don't know much about horse racing, but I'm assuming jockeys don't have their phones on them. (laughs) Yeah, you'd expect, like, I know Amy doesn't like the term, but, like, horse whisperers, I doubt they would have their phone on them either. Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't I don't know. I've ridden a horse, like, once, and at the time, I didn't have a cell phone yet. So I don't know if people – is that a common thing? Do people have their phones in their back pockets when they're riding horses? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I see a lot of horse stuff on TikTok, so maybe they do. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So – after that, uh, Ty gets home from work and Lily kind of freaks out on him a little bit, which I think is a little bit understandable because she doesn't understand what's going on with Ty. She doesn't let Ty explain, but um, she kind of freaks out at Ty. She's like, why are you at the racetrack? This is how it started with your dad. This is how it started with your stepdad. Um, you shouldn't be there. I don't want you going anywhere near it uh, with because Wade has a gambling addiction. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, Ty, I think rightfully so, kind of gets mad at her. Like, you haven't been in my life for this long. You don't get to tell me what to do. And also, I'm not at the racetrack gambling. I'm at the racetrack 
He's mucking out stalls. <laughs> so what did you think of that that conversation, confrontation? Yeah, it's difficult when both parties have a point and are kind of right. Uh-huh. Um, and yeah, it, and you do kind of see that maybe she does have like a little bit of PTSD in, in terms of, you know, experiencing tight the racetrack and and just kind of jump in she and also we kind of see her kind of being in awe of, of heartland so she doesn't really know much about his world mm-hmm. and what he does on a day-to-day basis so for her just to kind of see racetracks and just think of betting you know mm-hmm. that's kind of understandable but yeah, yeah ty is also very defensive of his life and he, he, I'm, I'm sure he just doesn't want anything outside kind of affecting this life that he's built for himself mm-hmm. The one thing I don't under really understand with Lily's argument though is Ty works at the racetrack in the very early morning. Like he leaves like when the sun rises type of thing. Do they race horses at like 8 a.m.? <laughs> I would hope not. Like I don't I thought this was more of like an afternoon activity, not a morning activity. So I was a little confused about that one, but I mean, I don't know. I again don't know much about horse racing. So um busy kind of racetrack anyway so maybe yeah um so after this we see that amy's upset with lily and her not being there for ty um and she kind of gets a little snippy at ty um when they're in the barn and um you know ty kind of asks her okay what's really going on what's the problem and you know amy's just really mad at herself about the horse thing with lisa and I, I really like this scene because I think it just kind of shares a, shows a little bit more of Ty and Amy's relationship. Um, yeah. And like the way he gets it out of her, what the actual problem is. He like is able to tell like, okay, this isn't actually what's going on. Let's, yeah. let's talk about it. Yeah. They've gotten a lot better at talking to each other. Mm-hmm. Which is good to see. Yeah. So after this, Lily goes over to Jack and uh, talks about how she was afraid of Ty being around Wade. Um, She was worried that Wade would hurt Ty. And what do you think of Lily going to Jack? I mean, they've only known each other for a few days. What do you think of that? Um, Like that, I think she sees um, how much Jack values Ty. And maybe that, that kind of um isn't yeah I, I don't know it, it seemed a bit kind of strange but that yeah. kind of that gets that's kind of the thing with heartland is you will get just people unloading on each other emotionally that they've known each other for like a couple of days yeah yeah it's the it's it's the close proximity on the farm that's what i'm gonna go with <laughs> that's why everyone is so willing to tell each other their problems after not knowing each other that well and it's a good episode when you get Jack giving advice Mm -hmm. yeah definitely and uh, maybe she sees him as like the like he's you know the head of the family type of thing and like he'll know what to do maybe I don't know maybe that's a little bit but but still um yeah so also during this episode we have Mallory and her investment opportunities (laughs) listen she wants to retire at 30 and I (laughs) Like, is that even, I mean, she's what, like 15 at this point? <laughs> I thought that was really funny. Um, and she keeps calling this poor banker guy back, like about investments and the stock has gone down. 
it's a small town bank, but I doubt he's just like on beck and call to answer Mally's <laughs> questions. It's really hard to get the bank on the phone. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, why? I mean, and she can't have had like so much money to put in the bank that he was like wanted to be on her beck and call because it's not like she has. I mean, she's been working at the barn. That's <laughs> so. But yeah, well, she I does just... had. I think um, Lou was going to pay her back money as well. So mm, that's true. Yeah. Uh, very funny. Uh, <laughs> so then we get more about the. Uh, Ty and Amy are talking and tells her about the hand buzzer that he was tricked with at the beginning and Amy's like oh that that is why oh he's he was buzzing the horse that's why he's scared of the hand buzzer um because the jockey did that little trick at the beginning with Ty um so -hmm. then Amy and Ty go to talk to Lisa about it at the trailer and for some reason, they just, I don't know what it is with Ty and Amy, but they're like breaking and entering. Let's do that. Yeah, I was just about to say that's the thing. They're just breaking it. No, they just like let themselves in. Because I wasn't even sure if it was like Lisa's like personal trailer or if it was just Lisa's the owner. So it's they're all her trailers. Um, but yeah, they just like let themselves in. It's <laughs> like, um, why, guys, you shouldn't just go in. And obviously, because both of them caught them, they could have waited, what, like, five minutes and Lisa would have been at the trailer, so. Yeah. It just, yeah, seemed, it was for dramatic effect, I guess. <laughs> um, but this whole argument, it pulls Jack into the middle of it all, which is yeah. the difficult part about this. Um, I feel like Lou and Amy are always dragging Jack into their problems with Lisa. <laughs> yeah. Um, for Jack. Yeah. Jack's always in the middle. <laughs> I do uh, like that they kind of highlighted how difficult it is for somebody that Lisa to come into this like really tight knit family mm-hmm, and kind yeah. of try to find her place. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, so after this, then we have a moment where Amy's trying to train Dexter. She ties her cell phone to Dexter and gets Lily to text her um, and see about trying to desensitize him to the buzzing sound. And Lily sends a text to her. Uh, what did you think of that uh, moment? Yeah, like that, because um, it kind of ends the kind of um, hostility that was between them. Um, I think even Amy can't stay mad at her after that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. She was a... just for, mm-hmm. you know, to be a bit more open and, you know, not be so rude. <laughs> yeah. Um. So then um, while Mallory's on the phone with the bank at one point, Wade tries calling the house. Um, so she tries to run, she tries to leave. She admits to Ty there is no new job. She's just been trying to escape Wade, but he found her. Um, and so, you know, Ty's a little bit upset by this, but um, yeah, she's trying trying to leave and that, that gets reser- resolved a little bit more in the next episode. But, um, yeah. So at this point, because we don't know what's happening in the next episode, did you think maybe at this point, how do you think maybe Wade had found her? Yeah, I wasn't sure if just constantly in contact with him mm-hmm. or if there was maybe something underhanded going on with, with Lily. Um, mm-hmm. But I think, you know, by the end, I was really kind of on her side and you kind of saw the fear. Yeah, um, definitely. And so I, I knew that you know, Lily was, you know, 
trying desperately to get away from at that point. Like there was no kind of her kind of in contact with Wade's because you know with uh, Ty's dad you just don't know if it was a ploy to get money or you know you, you and it's you know that kind of this kind of show it's um goes for dramatic effect <laughs> so you just don't know what way it's going to go yeah and definitely this also makes me think of you know how he was with in previous episode what we talked about last week how he was with the baby horse with the foal how he was like very protective and you yeah. know, Amy thought he was almost overbearing with the um foal but at the same time when you see this like we've seen how dad, Ty's dad was now his mom his stepdad and everything and we kind of see like you know he went through a lot growing up and so that's he has more of this like protective instinct to not put some well I mean in that case it was a foal but put that person that child in the same situation that he was in um yeah yeah so we get to see a little bit more of that why behind that yeah it's one of um ty's best qualities i think Mm -hmm. yeah so back at the jamboree lou is using the bylaws against the ladies so that she can distribute pamphlets at the jamboree i think that was so funny funny. Um, another one said like swag bags and things yeah exactly (laughs) um so Lou kind of realizes all the judges are friends of the two main ladies. So like there was no way they were going to win. <laughs> <laughs> um, they rigged it. <laughs> um, but one of the judges was a representative from the local supermarket in Hudson and asks for her local product to be at the market. So it did, even though she didn't win the jamboree, they still got, you know, a jam contract out of it. <laughs> Yeah, Lou loves a, a project as well. She's very <laughs> ambitious. and She's just lo- always looking for a new business or a new kind of venture. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I like this one that they're doing, like, home produce. Yeah, how many, like, how many jobs or businesses does Lou have at this point? <laughs> I think this is, a, like, third or something. She's on, on par with Ty. <laughs> yeah. Um, so after this, uh, we then find out that Lisa looks in the jockey's locker at Fairfield and finds the hand buzzers. Um, so she apologized to Amy and said, like, tells her she she understands, like, this, she should have believed her, she should have looked into it more type of thing. Um, and then we get to see Amy to be a jockey, you know. Amy's a very versatile uh, horsewoman. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, she she does everything. Like she's she jumps, she races horses. Apparently, like yeah. So uh, that was fun because it was kind of a different. We haven't seen horse racing really in the series much yet, so it was a different style to see. Uh, yeah, doing. Yeah, and then we have the dramatic ending where Wade is at Heartland. Dun dun dun. <laughs> <laughs> When you when you saw that, what did you first think was going to happen? Because it just ends and Wade's just there in the driveway. Did you have like a thought of what might happen? I thought it was a strange ending because I'm not kind of used to Heartland doing the kind of cliffhanger. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, yeah, super dramatic. I didn't I, I didn't actually think it was going to end like that because it does seem a bit strange to have all that build up. Mm-hmm. You know, I giving the money, um, him kind of being you know understanding and and um really being on our side and then mm-hmm. we'd just shown up and it kind of derails everything and 
yeah episode on imdb has a nine star rating (laughs) rachel rachel was right all of these episodes um just looking at the imdb like every single one of them have like a nine around a nine (laughs) star rating um so but what what do you what would you rate this episode michelle um uh, just going off of like what we've got coming up i'm going to say an eight an eight yeah i'm gonna go with an eight as well it's a good episode we get a lot more backstory from Ty. yeah really, uh, really like all right so uh let's move on now to episode eight the fix um so we open up where it left leaves off you know we have that big cliffhanger um and wade is at heartland and he's trying to tell Hi. he's like oh it's all ancient history like no it's not <laughs> everything that went on and we find out that actually Lily had mentioned at some point that Ty was working at Heartland and Ty's like why would you do that they have a website like they're a business (laughs) um they have a phone number online everything so it was easy and obvious how Wade had ended up finding them um so what did you think about this whole little confrontation scene and everything yeah yeah kind of on Ty's side here um Lily didn't do a great job of hiding her tracks. Uh-huh. Yeah, she she really didn't. Um, so then Ty decides he's going to leave. He's going to take his mom somewhere safe. And we get a good Jack moment. Jack is like convincing him it's safer at Heartland when they're all together. And then, you know, he can be there too. Um, Wade keeps calling a few times, but I like Jack's quote here. And he says to Ty, you're the next closest thing to family. And when family is in trouble, we stick together. So that's, you know, words of wisdom this week. And, uh, and also, you know, kind of more that, you know, Ty is like a son to Jack. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like Ty's family is Jack's family at this point now, Mm -hmm. which is really nice. Yeah. So um, I'm glad we, we see that. And, you know, we kind of get, Ty gets more confirmation from Jack. Like you are important. You are part of this family. Um, yeah. yeah. So also during this episode, we then see uh, that Ty is leaving in the morning to go work at the um, track. And all of a sudden there's a ton of honking from outside and Ty's actually surprised that Jack locks the gate. So apparently Jack doesn't normally lock the gate to the ranch at night, and apparently he actually did it um, to keep Ty from leaving, which I thought was pretty funny. Yeah. Um, so we see Amy's new client, which is a roping horse of um, this guy named Cody, and um, Cody's dad says, oh, you look pretty young to be a horse whisperer, and she's all like, I'm not a horse whisperer. <laughs> that is like Thank one you. of my... My favorite continuing things throughout the series is now she's just always called Miracle Girl or Horse Whisperer, and she just like at some point gives up correcting yeah. people. Just have like a counter every time she says I'm not a horse whisperer or <laughs> not a miracle girl. Or... <laughs> yeah. Um, and then Cody kind of whispers to Amy after this because the dad is all like, "Oh, you know, we have a rodeo this weekend. You need to fix him fast." And Cody's all like, "Yeah, take your time." <laughs> so uh, we we know there's something going on there. Um, so what did you think of this at first when you first saw Cody and his dad and that whole um, interaction? Yeah, I wasn't expecting Caleb to be such a, like, a nice guy. I was kind of, you know, again, with the, like, dramatic effect, I was kind of, 
not expecting the worst um and kind of got like a really sweet story in the end mm-hmm. yeah yeah definitely so while this is going on we're back at the racetrack again and um lisa <laughs> has a new race horse um alberta comet and she's trying to she's trying to psych him out she's like you know you're winning it's not a sure thing this is just a practice run you never know um which i think is pretty funny but then she talks okay. she talks to Dak later and it's like yeah no he's actually doing really well um i'm worried which i thought was funny yeah, yeah. tim's so smug in this episode <laughs> he's been the past few episodes it's just been smug. yeah <laughs> <laughs> um so also in the kitchen, we found out that Lou wants to expand her jam business. And so they start to clean out uh, the Kwanzaa hut, I think Jack calls it. Um, and we find some interesting things, you know, <laughs> cleaning out this. I, I'm guessing it's kind of supposed to be like a garage, right? Yeah, they say it's, it's his shop, but we've never seen it before. Yeah. He's, he's using it on like a daily basis. Yeah. So. It's like those other, you know, most shows where all of a sudden, like, they need a new bedroom or whatever, and you're like, oh, yeah, that had it, totally, you can walk up there, and we've never used it before, or whatever. Like a huge amount of space to not use. Yeah, exactly. Um, well, you know, we've kind of found out, you know, Jack likes to keep everything, so, <laughs> <laughs> you know, he, they find a, uh, a world's greatest lover mug, they find some old of Amy's art projects, and they find this piano. Yeah. Um, so we find out that Caleb has been doing better on the circuit because Cody has been off and that Cody's mm-hmm. older brother had also just recently gone through an accident that was pretty bad. So um, she has Caleb test out the horse since he does this, he ropes. And um, he does fine on the horse. And so it, they're kind of curious, why is Cody doing poorly? Um, yeah. So Amy goes into the barn, tries to have a discussion when with uh, Cody about it. And she notices that Cody had been like pulling up on his reins and wasn't really trying, I guess she was trying to say. Um, so what did you think of that whole, com- the whole thing with Caleb and the confrontation and all that? Um, I liked kind of Amy working with Caleb, they're a really good team. Kind of harkens back to when they were training together previously. Um, they work really well together, so yeah, I love seeing that. But it does seem to be like in this episode and kind of um, about a spoiler, um, the upcoming one, Amy just working with these horses that don't actually have any issues. Mm-hmm. Like the owners, <laughs> the owners are the issues. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so Amy catches Cody playing the piano, and we kind of find out that Cody's real passion is music and not uh, horse horses, and. Uh, that's the reason why you know it's not his horse's problem like you said it's it's a it's a people problem <laughs> it seems to be a thing as well like we saw this with Tim as well like the parents seem to be especially in this world I don't know if it's you know a real thing or a heartland thing of the parents putting a lot of their dreams of you know horses and their ambitions for horses onto their kids we see it with Val as well yeah it kind of reminds me well yeah especially with Val too of like pageant mom type of thing type of thing um so after this uh we find out that Wade we get this little scene where Wade is like watching Ty with binoculars at the track which is super creepy yeah (laughs) Uh, (laughs) so Tim decides to pay Ty to watch um Lightning Dexter through the night make sure there's no like tampering or anything like that but 
Um, Amy sees Wade and Lily in town together, so she goes to tell Ty, which left Amy to watch Lightning Dexter for a little bit, which kind of causes a little bit of trouble. Um, so we find out through this conversation, Lily and Wade in the bar together, um, Wade is, you know, telling, telling all his lies to her and saying like, oh yeah, I've, I've quit drinking, I've quit gambling, I'm a better person, I only drink coffee in bars now. <laughs> um, so what did you think of this? Did you, when Wade was saying these things, were you optimistic that maybe he had changed or did you just think right away, like, now he's lying? Yeah, these episodes are really difficult. Like, if anybody, you know, in real life or on TV, if you've ever kind of been witness to a toxic relationship, this is it. Like, the vicious cycle, and you just see her being sucked in again, and you know it's lies, and on some level she knows it's lies, Mm -hmm. but she doesn't want kind of her relationship to have been, you know, violent or toxic in, in any way that she can kind of get around it being being that and it being okay again she's going to take even if it's even if it's lies but yeah yeah I really commend the writers for for going this route um because mm-hmm. it is kind of like this really sweet show but to explore a toxic relationship is is kind of commendable yeah yeah and this past couple I mean the episodes we talked about last week as well like we've gotten some like more serious topics um being explored in the series definitely um, so Ty kind of gives Lily an ultimatum, like it's wait or him. I don't want to be in this situation again, type of thing. Um, so what did you think of that whole scene? Yeah, I like this. Um, you know, at some point, as difficult as it is, you do have to kind of choose yourself. And I feel like Ty has kind of, we've seen him go back and forth in the earlier seasons of, you know, with his dad, you know, really, you know, changing his life and getting things back on track and, you know, his dad turning up and kind of Ty letting his dad, you know, take all away from him um, and Ty kind of taking on the responsibility of his dad and, and kind of giving up on all the progress he's made. Um, but now with university, his relationship with Amy, mm-hmm. you know, his relationship with the whole family, really, um, he's really choosing himself and this new life. And if that means him losing his mum, you know, as heartbreaking as it is, he's choosing himself in this situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Um, so when we get back to the racetrack the next morning, Ty sees that Lightning is, you know, drinking a ton of water. He didn't win the race um, then. So we find out that someone had put salt in his hay. And we find out from Amy that this is a way to get them like waterlogged to drink too much water so that they're, they don't race well. Um, and we find out this whole reason for this is the, that was the reason Wade was watching Ty because he wanted to you mean, make it a sure thing for him betting on the other horses knowing that Lightning Dexter wouldn't win. Um, so he's basically spying on their practice runs and stuff. Um, so what did you think about this whole, this whole thing with the hay and everything? Oh, that was so annoying. Like, is that like... Ty doesn't have enough. He's got three jobs. He's got all this family drama going on. He's staying up all night to do Tim a favour. And, like, it's all his fault. Oh, Tim is so frustrating in these episodes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Tim blaming. And then when he was all like, so am I talking to you or am I talking to my daughter type of thing? I'm like, okay, you don't need to say it like that. Yeah, he gets so aggro. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Um, so then later on, or so after this, we find this out, uh, Wade actually breaks into Heartland. He goes through the gate with like a tire iron um, and he tries to provoke Ty and he's like, tell, show your whole family who you really are. And like all these like trying to provoke him and um, trying to get Ty to, you know, punch him out or something, I guess. Um, and, you know, everyone, it's kind of like one of those scenes you see in like, a, like I feel like a Western movie where all of a sudden like everyone comes out and is watching. Yeah. <laughs> like, Peter sport. yeah. So like everyone is just standing there and we have, um, you know, Jack kind of steps in, kind of like plays the, you know, this is my ranch, get off my property type of role. <laughs> Um, which I mean, Jack is good at doing. Um, so yeah, Wade's trespassing and Lily decides he's not going to, she's not going to go with him. And, uh, they, they have a really good, uh, like conversation as well saying like, she's, she doesn't want to do this anymore. Um, so what did you think of that whole thing of Lily with Wade's, um, final? Yeah. Yeah. Like this, it feels like maybe Ty's growth really kind of affects Lily um and she's kind of seen how much Ty's grown and changed um and that she can kind of do the same you know she can be on her own uh-huh. or she can build a new life for herself yeah um and also it shows kind of Ty's growth that he doesn't fight with and it kind of knocks him to the ground but he, he kind of stops uh-huh. yeah definitely so after this uh Ty takes Lily to the bus bus stop and Lily gives him her his money back saying you need this for college you need this for school I'm gonna take care of myself um yeah it was a really sweet sweet mother-son moment at the bus stop when she's leaving um and then uh the episode also ends off with Lou and Jack are back in the Kwanzaa hut and um you know Lou just tells Jack just give him give him the piano uh Cody's dad was, Jack talks to Cody's dad, tells him like, hey, your son is great at the piano. And so uh, Cody's dad decides we're going to take the piano and uh, he's going to get to play more. Um, and then Lou says, you get half, I get half with the, the Kwanzaa hut. So she yeah. she gets to make her jam and he gets all his stuff. <laughs> but I kind of didn't like that she was going to toss him all his stuff out. Um, yeah. um, I'm a bit of a hoarder. <laughs> um and I keep stuff throughout the years yeah, so yeah for somebody just to go through all my stuff to be like junk keep junk keep like, oh my god yeah um rec- all of those things yeah we're I'm going through that like currently because recently we we had a flood in my home and back in July and so we still haven't moved back into my house yet like it's still <laughs> being fixed but um yeah. since this is all going on we had to pack like our entire downstairs we lost a lot so we had to pack things really quickly and so things are all over like I have like dishes in my bedroom at our house and stuff like there's things in places there shouldn't be and so now it's trying to like slowly put the house back together it's like why did we keep these things like why do we have this <laughs> like we're finding things in random places and like all of a sudden we found all these baby clothes and I'm like you know my brother's 14 <laughs> it's like where why why did we keep all these type of thing um but yeah it's it's just uh, yeah I'm going through that myself I was finding random little things and then also the arguments 
going on with family, like with the the mug that Jack found and was like, oh, this is important. And Lou was like, yeah, okay, whatever. But like also having those little arguments right now that it's like my brother finds something and it's like, oh, this is important. We have to keep this. And the three of us are like, why? Like it's a box or something. <laughs> it's a special box yeah exactly (laughs) yes I never understood okay before this week I never understood the importance of the boxes the Pokemon cards come in I understand now the boxes are important we have to keep all the boxes (laughs) (laughs) I'm like this is taking up a lot of space but okay the boxes are important Uh, (laughs) yeah so um yeah. Okay. So on uh, IMDb, yeah, this episode is also a nine star rating. So what would you give it? What do you think, Michelle? Uh, I'm going to go with a 9.5. One of the best episodes. Yeah. Yeah. No, I completely agree. Also, I'm going to give it a 9.5. This is like a very, I like it and it gets a lot, gives a lot to Ty's backstory. And um, I really like that. So Yes. All right. Moving on to episode nine of this season, we have Broken Arrow. So this back in 2009 with this was the, you know, mid-season finale. So, you know, it's going to be dramatic. Also, mm-hmm. I don't know what it is with Heartland this season and having these uh, cliffhangers. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I guess we got that in season two, though, as well with Tim getting shot, didn't we? Yeah. 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 So, yeah. so they like their mid-season cliffhangers, you know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> So in Broken Arrow, it's Ty's last day spending um, last day at Heartland before going off to vet school, and he decides to spend it with Scott. So Amy's a little upset. He's like, she's like, it's my last day. But apparently, they agreed that they weren't going to make a big deal out of it. Yeah, right. Okay, sure. <laughs> Lou is planning this party, tr- trying to make sure you know Ty needs to get back by five, but we're not going to tell Ty. It's a surprise. Um, yeah. So, um, yeah, I would be a little, I, w- I agree with Amy. I'd be a little like, you're going to spend the entire day with your boss. It's your last day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> kind of on our side a little bit here too. Yeah. Um, but I was surprised to see that she was, you know, upset, but not as upset as I think maybe like season one or season two Amy would have been. Yeah, definitely. Definitely been... some, a lot growth. of growth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So also while Lou is getting ready for the party, uh, Lou's friend Marnie is back and um, just had a baby, Jerry Jr. So Lou is babysitting Jerry Jr. And she, um, when she's talking to Marnie, Marnie was like, you know what? Yeah, same thing. I was also craving um, anchovies when I was, when I found out I was pregnant and all this other stuff. So Lou, Lou has a little bit of a pregnancy scare in this episode, which I think is (laughs) fun. The thing I don't get is Lou's all like about this maternal instinct and kind of acting like she doesn't understand babies and she doesn't know how to test the bottle and stuff. But my whole thing is she's 10 years older than Amy. Yeah. So she should remember, I mean, me and my little brother are 10 years apart. So like I did all the baby stuff with it. Like I know I was 10 years old, but like I changed the diapers. I fed him. I knew how to do all that stuff. Um, so I just thought that was a little weird that like Lou doesn't have, I guess maybe she didn't like taking care of or being around Amy as a baby. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, I didn't really grow up around babies. There's only like two years between me and my brother and I'm the youngest. So <laughs> even just like 
by proximity you, you understand <laughs> these things I feel like maybe the writers have kind of coined on to the fact that Michelle Morgan is just really good at the comedy stuff mm-hmm. um, and she's really good at kind of playing to that so yeah maybe they're just giving her more of that stuff but yeah Mm-hmm. It worked in that aspect, but yeah, it just just seems. But you think about it, doesn't make sense. Yeah. So um, during this time, Mallory's kind of making it worse for Amy. He, she's like pointing out he's leaving, and she's like, "Well, I wouldn't be like this if he, my boyfriend was leaving or whatever." Um, kind of making Amy have a little doubt. You know, Mallory, why are you doing that? <laughs> um. So this day, also Caleb decides he's going to be late for work. He wants to get a raise from Jack. Um, because Ty's leaving, so he's going to have to do more work. Um, um, but instead of that, Jack just fires him. He's like, "All right, fine. You you, you don't want to you don't want to come into work. It's fine. You can let leave. Bye." <laughs> yeah. So, what did you think of that about Jack firing Caleb? Justified. I mean, yeah, Caleb, you know, just kind of takes off whenever. I mean, I know he's on this kind of circuit, but he does just kind of take off whenever he kind of has to. So I feel like Jack really does need to put his foot down if he is going to be like the main guy on the on the ranch going forward. Yeah, definitely. Um, so then Jack decides to bring in a horse for Amy to work with to kind of take her mind off the last day. And of course, he picks a Briar Ridge horse. He picks Val and Ashley's horse, Apollo. Um, I think it was really not, it was really mean. Val, Val said that... Uh, Apollo was jumping like a camel. <laughs> like, and then she's okay. also got her opinions on, you know, Amy and Ty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she's she sharing... calls it the, the turkey dump or something. She calls turkey dump. Yeah. Which I think that was the name of a Thanksgiving movie last year that they talked about. And so it's kind of like this whole idea that when you go away to college, you try to stay together for that first like couple months. And then at Thanksgiving, you break up um because you realize in college like you're separate or whatever so um yeah Val's giving Amy all this doubt and um so she decides she's gonna leave Val she's like I'm done with this I'm done with Apollo and go to see Ty off in his flight um so Ty and Scott get a call from this lady named Jane who's a artist in Golden British Columbia and so uh, Scott says, you know, I got to see a woman about a horse. And um, so they decide to fly up there to help her out with this uh, stallion who had been shot with an arrow in his neck for someone that was trying to, I think it, the person was trying to hunt deer, yeah. right? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. bull hunting. Yeah. yeah. Really horrible. Yeah, and, the, um, you know, they don't really care or they're not really... The, the wild horses doesn't really matter to them. Um, so they're not thinking about that. So that's where uh, Scott and Ty are off to, but Amy misses the flight on the uh, runway. So um, I think <laughs> this funny moment, funny scene, the, uh, <laughs> the guy at the airport who's all like, uh, yeah, he's got like a 15 minute head start. If you run, you might be able to catch For <laughs> <laughs> a guy. Yeah, he's uh, he's just landing so flat. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, really? (laughs) But yeah. Um, So then when we get back to the house, Lou is still uh, taking care of Jerry Jr. And Peter all of a sudden is 
like, oh, I have this life plan, you know, this business, this, this, this. He like lays out his 20 year plan to her. And uh, Lou's kind of like, well, am I part of that plan? Um, <laughs> so um, Lou and Mallory go to the drugstore and Lou keeps getting interrupted. So she's going to walk into the drugstore and then Caleb stops her and starts being like, heard me, what do I do? And she's like, just go talk to him, grovel, tell him you're sorry. Just, yeah. Um, so then they get back in the car. So what did you think first of that scene of what, of her advice to Caleb? Yeah, yeah totally. Um, advice was solid advice. Like Caleb's definitely on the wrong here. Um, but I did think it was hilarious that she's going to do this like secret thing and she takes Mallory. <laughs> I'm like, that's a surefire way for all of Heartland to find out. Exactly. <laughs> so then they, they drive around the block and then she goes to walk in and then Val stops her and is all like, your sister is rude. <laughs> oh my goodness. And so then she goes back in the car again and Mallory's like, okay, what are we doing? I'm sick of, um, I'm sick, sick of driving around town, like around the block, what's going on. And so um, <laughs> again, the thing about the friend, uh, Lou's like, oh, it's, it's, I need to buy it for a friend. I, it, she might be a little bit pregnant. <laughs> and Mallory's like, you can't be a little bit pregnant, <laughs> which I thought was funny. Um, so we find out now that uh, Mallory's parents are trying for another baby. So Mallory's like, yeah, I can go, go get, go buy it for you. Like the drugstore guy won't think anything of it. And um, yeah, so that's pretty funny. What did you think of that whole uh, Mallory? Like, oh yeah, my parents are trying for a boy. <laughs> Mallory's 15. <laughs> yeah, this is so, so funny. It's so, yeah. so funny. Um, and I didn't expect it to go this way of like Mallory just going, yeah, I'll go get it. <laughs> not a problem <laughs> even put it on my account yeah this is pretty funny um so Caleb begs for his job back he gets it back but he gets pay cut <laughs> <laughs> which is so great good job Jack <laughs> um so then we find out Amy starts working with Apollo again and Ashley comes to confront her and be like why were you rude to my mom we kind of find out that it's not Apollo, again, it's actually not wanting to jump anymore, not wanting to jump Apollo. Um, so it's not the horse, it's Ashley. Uh -huh. um, so uh, yeah, there's nothing wrong with the horse. And that's, that seems to be an ongoing theme. So what did you think of that and that with uh, Ashley and her mom? Yeah, I like this. Um, again, we just keep talking about growth, but you know, Ashley recognizes what caused all the issues before and she's just not going to do that again mm -hmm. so she kind of breaks this kind of cycle that her and Val were in mm -hmm. um so she definitely comes off as like the most mature um and it also shows just how much Ashley and Amy's relationship has come as well that they're in such good terms the entire episodes you know there's no kind of sniping um they just seem like really good friends at this point yeah um so then they fix up the horse with the arrow. Ty does a really good job. He's in fact giving advice to Scott um, for it. And mm -hmm. um, after that, they're heading back. Uh, Ty texts Amy, I'm on my way home. And um, Joy gives him a painting of these two horses for him to bring back to uh, Amy, which 
he's uh really you know excited he's like yeah I have a present for my girl now let's go <laughs> <laughs> um which is pretty pretty good um and then we find out that Amy actually got a custom halter to give to five for Harley with you know a, a like a custom made with his name and yeah um pretty sweet gifts for each other um after this we see Jack and Val are sitting on the porch and uh Val kind of makes Jack admit like you're gonna miss him um so what do you think of the sweet moment between Val and Jack yeah I love the Jack and Val stuff um especially when they kind of take out all of the kind of maybe Val was interested in him kind of stuff you know they just they just seem to be kind of friends at this point Mm -hmm. um which is really good um and again we just see more of like how much Jack values Ty and how much Ty has just become you know, like a surrogate son, as we also said. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, then we get a scene between Peter and Jack, and they're uh, drinking Jack's favorite beer um, on upon Lou's request. And um, <laughs> I kind of like this. Well, I mean, obviously, this is like a foreshadowing moment. But Peter says, you know, Lou's told me about all the curveballs you guys have gone through over the past few years. And Jack responds by saying, um, uh, yeah, we've gone through big enough things to realize that nothing's written in stone. And at the mm-hmm. same time, we have this kind of dramatic music going on. <laughs> Valerie got her computer cable. So they're playing this montage of pictures of Ty. And then it just cuts to their plane crashed in the woods. <laughs> oh, <Yeah>. goodness. <laughs> so I kind of like binged um kind of season one and season two and like a little bit of season three like a year ago or maybe even like two years ago so kind of from last episode on this is all brand new to me like okay. I hadn't gone this far so yeah I did not expect this did not see this coming I was very upset that I have to wait a few days to kind of um watch the next episode um yeah. and didn't realize and actually I thought I'd um, kind of watched the episodes I'd kind of lost track of what I'd kind of watched and I was like oh I'm all prepared um, and then I kind of looked at my notes and I was like wait a minute I think I've got another episode to watch mm-hmm. um, and then I watched this one today just before we're recording and I was like oh my god I need to stop because we actually need to record I want to just keep going <laughs> I keep going away know what's going on yeah. I mean, I feel like they're going to be okay but yeah you never know and see this is the thing again this was the mid-season finale for them so this was in December and they didn't come back till like January so it was like a month awful yeah I could like with these shows it's like it made me feel like the first time I watched it made me feel like the whole Grey's Anatomy plane crash all over again (laughs) don't even go there don't even go there Amy I'm having flashbacks okay okay I won't I'm sorry sorry (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah so uh we've we've got so have you watched the next episode yet you haven't um I like to kind of be as fresh as possible so I think I might watch it and then re-watch it kind of towards the end of the week so it's just going to play on my mind if I don't know what's going on yeah okay so then what are your predictions what do you think is going to happen I mean we didn't really see Ty and Scott so what do you think I feel like they're going to be okay. One of them is definitely going to be injured because that's kind of like the thing. Um, let's see, Grey's Anatomy, like mm-hmm. traumatized, traumatized me. So um, I don't think Lou's pregnant. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to go with no. 
but yeah, I feel like maybe Ty is going to be okay, but Scott's injured. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Good predictions. Good predictions. I'm not going to tell you either way. We'll yeah, have to we wait. Yeah, we kind of saw like Ty be Scott's assistant a lot in this episode, mm-hmm. and he's really good at it. So yeah, maybe yeah. we'll have to look after Scott. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, be be his be Scott's nurse. That would be fun. Okay, so the what would you rate this episode? This drama filled episode. Yeah, I think I want to go with another nine because even though it was super dramatic, I thought this was like a gorgeous episode as well. Like all of the scenery, mm-hmm. so beautiful. Um, and I hope now that we've got kind of Scott kind of doing all these remote kind of visits, um, we'll get more of that. But yeah, I'm going to go with a nine. Yeah. So on IMDb, it has a 9.2. So I'm going to go with a nine as well. I agree. Yeah. And we didn't really talk about it. Yes. But this, this episode was beautiful. Like the horses, the wild horses, her painting, like, yeah. So, yeah. So, okay. Uh, All right. So we have a cliffhanger. Everyone needs to come back next week. If you want to find out what happens. Um, (laughs) All right. So, uh, Michelle, where can people find you on the internet? Um, on Twitter at Michelle R. Benson. And you can find me on YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Greg. Uh, you can find the Hallmarkies podcast across social media at Hallmarkies Pod or at Hallmarkies Podcast. We also have a merch store, which we have some Heartland-inspired merch on, so you can go check that out. Link is always in the description. If you want to support us on Patreon, we have some fun Patreon movie watch-alongs we do every month. We have an exclusive Uh, patron-only Facebook group that you can join and so many other perks over there. So you can go check that link also in the description. Uh, Thank you so much for listening. If you're listening on iTunes, leave your ratings and reviews. If you are watching on YouTube, please subscribe. Comment down below what you thought of these episodes and what you think will happen in the future episodes. And uh, we will talk to you all next week for another Heartland Recap. Bye, everybody. Bye.